You don't have money for tomorrow, but at least you have money for today. You don't have money for next month. You don't know where money is going to come from, but you have money for today. I want you to know if you continue trusting God and survive this, God will lead you to the next level that is enough. You will have enough. They had enough for the day. They had enough. And at the end of the day, when they entered the land of promise, they had more than enough. They were multiplied. They experienced multiplication. I want now to come quickly in the remaining minutes to talk to you about the God who multiplies us. The God who blesses us. It all begins with the blessing of God. When we become children of God, according to John chapter 1 and verse 12, when we are given power to become the children of God, which we call the new birth, and we are born into the kingdom of God, then we enter into a covenant of blessing. We are entered into a kingdom that is governed by covenants. And among those many covenants is the covenant of blessing. The covenant of blessing makes you what you are not. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and had no sorrow. The Lord multiplies you. When I'm talking about multiplication, I wish I can just narrow it down to money. But I'm not going to narrow God's multiplication, the God of multiplication to just multiplying your finances. God multiplies you in so many aspects. Number one, look at Peter. In Luke chapter 5, he finds the sons of Zebediah and Simon Peter when they were washing nets, discouraged to go home because they caught nothing. They caught nothing. They were professional fishermen. They knew the, the geography. They knew the signs. They knew everything about the Sea of Galilee, which is equally the Sea of Tiberias and the Lake of Gennesaret. They knew it in and out. They had fished there for years, but this one night, they had no fish. They caught nothing. They were discouraged. Jesus comes into that discouragement. He comes to that time of discouragement. When these dudes are so discouraged, they have no fish. Yet they have families to feed. They have no fish. Yet they have deliveries to make. They have orders. People have ordered for this for fish. But they have no deliveries to make. They have nothing. And in that nothingness, in that nothingness, the God of multiplication steps in. In that nothingness, the God of multiplication walks in. Jesus Christ of Nazareth walks into the lake. He walks into their desert situation. He walks into their barren situation as the God of multiplication. The God who meets needs and who knows our situations. And knowing that they are discouraged, he comes and asks them he use, whether they can give him their boat. And he uses Peter's boat. And he sits on it and preaches from there. And after Jesus has used Peter's boat, he says, Launch your nets unto the deep. Throw them. Peter said, Master, you don't understand the hopelessness. You don't understand the hopelessness. 
the emptiness and how serious the famine is, how difficult matters are in my company, in my business, in my working place, in my spiritual life. In this situation, Jesus, you have no idea. We have been here all night and we caught nothing. But Peter realizes that I'm talking to somebody who has authority. He got a revelation and he says, but at your word, I will do it. We will do it. And these discouraged fishermen, discerning that the God of multiplication has visited them, they threw their nets and the Bible said, the fish that they caught, they could not haul it into the boat. Their boat was sinking. So if you thought I was going just to tell, to tell you how your money will become millions when it was only 20,000, uh, that may be real, but there's a process to that. There's a financial process to that. I'm trying to introduce you to a God who multiplies things so that he graces you to survive your famine. They pull the fish and their lives are transformed. And Jesus said, from this moment, from this moment, you will no longer do fishing. You'll become fishers of men. Now, I need to help you to understand, I need to help you to understand that fishing was the lowest, the lowest of all vocations that you could do. Why? It was actually relegated to the uneducated those days. People who did not have education, people who did not have anything that they can do much, they went into fishing. Why? The lake is there. Fish is there is in abundance. Fish will never ask you for a degree to produce your degree certificate. They will never ask you for a diploma. They will never ask you for a certificate. They never asked you whether you went to school. So long as you know and you master the heart of fishing. So anybody who could not do anything else in society found fishing to be the best thing they can do. But look at Jesus, the God of multiplication. He not only multiplied fish of the, the fish for them or to them, he even changed and put a multiplication sign in these fishermen. If you stay with me a little bit on this stone from Luke chapter 5 and verse 1, and we go through all the Gospels, by the time Jesus is going to heaven, he, these are no longer just ordinary fishermen. These are miracle workers. These are men who are rebuking demons and casting them out. These are men who are laying hands on the sick and they get healed. These are men who are raising the dead. These are men who God has multiplied them. He has multiplied them. He has changed their lives. He has transformed their lives. And now they are men who even the sick are laid through the streets that they are passing so that their shadows can fall on the sick and they get healed. Wow. What a God of multiplication. He multiplied them from the day they were caught from the sea, from the lake, to the day Jesus ascends into heaven 
on Mount Olives. These men's lives were no longer the same. They had been transformed. The world tells us that believing in Jesus is foolishness. It's for those who have nothing that they can do. It's for those who have nothing and who are Mr. Nobodies in society. But I want to introduce you in this first session of the God of Multiplication on a God who picks up you at whatever level you are and multiplies your life and changes you and transforms you into a blessing, into a blessed man, into a blessed lady, into a blessed family, into a blessed you know, society, into a blessed community. God is the God of multiplication. Our God is the God of multiplication. And do not allow anybody to tell you that you are stupid if you believe in Jesus, that you are foolish if you believe in Jesus, or it is useless to believe in God or to serve God. Do not allow anybody to ever bring you to that point where you would doubt God's capacity to multiply your life. I would have started with multiplication, financial multiplication, but I want to talk about transformation. Multiplication through transformation, where God transforms you. Peter, at the end of it all, was not only a fisherman, but a leader of leaders. He was a leader in the church of Jesus Christ. He was no longer just washing nets or doing whatever. He was multiplied. This is the transformation I'm talking about. It is not just multiplication. It's transformational. We serve a God who multiplies us by transforming us from one level of glory to another. As I come to the closing of this session a little bit on part one of the God of multiplication, I want you to understand. You may not have everything that you need now. You may be going through a very serious trial more times or moment. You may even not know what you're going to eat tomorrow. You may, have been, you may have been jobless. Even after finishing the university, you may have been jobless since you got your diploma, since you got your degree, since you got your certificate. You have not gotten a job. In fact, you have been in construction. Or you, although you have, a, you, have a, you have a degree, maybe you are, you are doing construction to survive. You are corrugating, you are, you are mixing cement to, to survive with people who never went to school. And you are wondering whether God really exists, whether God really rewards people's academic efforts. Do not give up. Let me introduce you to the God who multiplies people and transforms them through transformation. The God you serve has the capacity. He has what it takes to move you from Construction, and I'm not saying construction is not a noble job. It is a noble job, but when you have a college degree and you are doing construction, you are mixing cement, it becomes torturous to your mind. It becomes, when you are when you have so qualified and you studied hard for years, and yet you do not eat the fruit of your study, you go and do a work with other people that never needed to pay the price, of the academic price that you paid, it can be frustrating. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that those who construct or mix cement are not blessed. But when you have a degree, when you have studied for all these years and that's all you can do to survive, you are in a famine. And I want to introduce you today 
to the God of multiplication, who multiplies us through transformation. Look at Paul as we come to a conclusion. Look at Paul. Look at Paul. Paul was not Paul. When we start studying him in the book of Acts, he is Saul of Tarsus. But I want you to look at what Paul's life became. He was educated. He was a very educated guy. But look at what he became. Just like the disciples. They studied law and God took them up. Look at Saul of Tarsus. After God knocked him down and he woke up blind. And after three days he goes to Antioch and he goes and he is laid hands on and he, he is healed. He sees again and he comes under the tutorship or the instruction of the mentorship of Barnabas. He is absorbed into the ministry. And Paul, Paul gets into the, he gets into a relationship with the God of multiplication. And the man who was a persecutor becomes a blessing to the church of Jesus Christ to a point of writing more epistles or Bible books. More than Peter himself and more than any other writer, even in the Old Testament. Look at this. Think about this. Saul. When he was persecuting the church, when he was zealous for God, minus a relationship with the God of the Bible. When he gave his life to Christ and he became a believer and he started preaching, he accepted Jesus as his personal savior. He ended into a season of multiplication through transformation. His life was changed. And at the end of it all, by the time he died, he declares of his own, he gives his own testimony and says, I have fought the good fight. And I've kept the faith. He was no longer the way he was. Neither will you. And neither will I. Our God is a God of multiplication through transformation. He transforms people. He transforms circumstances. He transforms marriages that are so bad today. He heals them and they become a blessing. He transforms businesses that are dead and that are dying. He's a God of multiplication. And when he comes, when he comes, when he comes, nothing remains the same.